0: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtoon Millwall. When I was
1: young and just a boy, I asked my mother, what will it be? Will it be Arsenal? Will it be Spurs? Is what she said to me? Right to midfield,
2: just Wallace. down the middle. Overlaping can we find him?
1: Yes, Two for us! Four three! Neil Bregaway! The two for us! Neil Bregaway! In the death. My my game! What a game! My game! What a game! drama!
2: Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to the curiously suburban environs of Kings Meadow Stadium in, um, in uh, Norbiton, isn't it? For the uh, strange um, venue, in some ways, for a fifth round FA Cup tie between AFC Wimbledon and Millwall, of course. Um, I say a curiously suburban setting because I always associate Norbiton with, um, well, it sounds a bit like Surbiton, which was, of course, famously the setting for the good life with rear of the year in, in the 70s, Felicity Kendall and Richard Breyers of the middle class couple, it is a, it is a curiously um, non-football area for such a big um, game today. Uh, today's uh, team news for the Lions: the middle team facing Wimbledon, Archer in goal, we've got backline Romeo. Alex Pierce comes in today. Um, Hutchinson's on the bench, so Pierce comes in for Hutchinson. Jake Cooper, Murray Wallace. Midfield will be Leonard and Williams with Jed Wallace um, and. Ferguson, Shane Ferguson, signs today with O'Brien and Lee Gregory up front. So guessing that makes us a 4-4-2 traditional turnout. Um, probably the best we're going to do given the fact that uh, a lot of our number one choice is a cup tied at the moment. It's been a very curious season, dear listeners, hasn't it? I, I don't know um, I don't want to flog a point. I was saying this on the on the radio show last night, but it, it feels a very drab and dreary season. Even this cup run. Apart from the Everton game, which was the only game I've been to this season, that actually felt like a proper Millwall match. But today's cup, um, cup runners felt um, like it's, it's, it's failed to ignite. It's fail, failure to launch, a movie, wasn't it? Failure to launch. And here we are, stood in, in Norbiton today, in a, you know, it's a neat enough non-league level ground. Um, one, two seated stands and two terraced sides, about four or five rows deep and on all fronts. Um, it feels like we've gone to, to, to uh, no disrespect to Bromley. It feels like that kind of level of ground. It is a non-league ground, so um, it's a strange place to be staging what is one of the bigger games of the season, biggest game potentially if we get through it. But there we are. That's that's the way the season's worked out. Questions, questions, questions across the the uh, the club. Um, some of the. Uh, choices made by management, questions across the board. But today's not a day for questions, today's not a day for worrying about league position. Looking over our shoulder at the relegation spots, just a few points behind us now today is a day for cup glory. And today's fifth round cup tie, unusually, rule changes to to suit the modern game, will be played to a finish here and now in in today's Afternoon, no replays. Basically, it's extra time and then penalties if it finishes as a draw on 90 minutes. So uh, let's hope the Lions have it wrapped up long before then. It should be a game that we should prevail in. This should be uh, akin to a trip in League One to on the lower rank sides, and it should be a game where we have enough in our armory to grind it out. Those well could well be famous last words, dear listeners.
1: Achtung, Milwall.
2: £360,000 today's game is worth to the winners, the, the, the team that prevails out of today's clash. So, um, such as the rewards, it can only get bigger obviously if we get through the, the quarter final, let alone the takings that may or may not come your way in that quarter final stage. So, big opportunity for the Lions. If we let this go, then there really will be rumblings around the den because it's been a very dreary season and this has been the only um, enlivening factor since last August, really, apart from that Everton night. So a WhatsApp message from Harry Warren, who is sat in the den, watching the beam back, sat in the, up, the west upper stand, blocks one, two and three, watching the, the game on the big screen. I think, as, as he rightly says, he'll get his binoculars out. He will need his binoculars, looking at the picture he's just sent me. It's, um, it's like watching a portable television um, in someone else's front room across the road. But um, good luck to Harry, and well done to all those 800-odd, I think, that bought tickets for the bean-back. Some will be in the exec lounge, some will be sat in the west up watching it on the main screen. So, um, well done. About 700 fans in, in, in the mill sections today. The, the rest of the ground looks fairly tightly packed. I don't know what the capacity of the ground is. It can't be more than five or perhaps 6,000 tops. Um, but it's tightly packed, as is right and proper for an FA Cup fifth-round tie.
1: Attention, Millwall.
2: Well, We're coming some the teams, the listeners. Wimbledon in their traditional royal blue and yellow. The Lions they wearing a lurid, all-orange kit, better suited to working on the railways, make you visible from some miles away. It's going to be a very different kind of fifth-round tie to those that we've experienced in the past, 5,000-ish crowd, non me kind of atmosphere, but the highest of stakes. So Lions really need to be on their game today. I think we can expect it to be a full-on contest. Wimbledon managed by Wally Downs, Wimbledon legend of course. So we'll know what we're going to get. They will be well prepared for today's events. Now in terms of the podcast and the view, I've got, I'm right on the, uh, kind of a corner flag, looking back across. The view is not brilliant, it's not exactly a major high-point view, but there we are. I'll do my best for you, dear listeners. Curious journey over here today, dear listeners. I've um, driven down the A3, which is an odd kind of psychogeography of my past lives. Seeing places and locations that bring back memories. Very odd. Have you ever done that? I have been over here for years, over this side for some time. I driven around here for a long time. And it's very odd when you drive it again after upwards of ten, fifteen years, when it was once very familiar, and now oddly strange. It's like being a stranger in one of your old houses again. That kind of feeling. I'm sure you know what I mean. So both teams in the pre-prep stage. Lions will be. Well, they're going to be attacking the Ken flow end if we uh, win the toss. The other end, I think, is sponsored by some American author of. Um, I can't remember his name now, but um, it's, it's sponsored by an American author I was reading on their website, trying to get a little bit of background colour, which I gave up on quite quickly. Minutes of applause now, for, I believe, for a Wimb- young Wimbledon fan who's passed away recently. Police helicopter flying overhead, as is the way, it's Millwall, it's in town of course. Security was not terribly heavy outside, the way it was portrayed on the normal um, police website was going to be like a search regime, it was a frisk, uh, a frisk down that you might get at any rough nightclub anywhere in, in London or Newcastle UK or around the world to be honest, it was no more than that, so we haven't exactly checked into HMP Wimbledon this afternoon, much too much well, which is better, feels like a civilised event. Let's see how up for it the Millwall team is today, dear listeners. That's the $64,000 quote, the £360,000 question. AFC Wimbledon, of course, come into today's game, bottom of League One, struggling. And yet with the uh, glittering jewel of a 4-2 win over West Ham in the previous round. So a bit like us, out, our win over Everton, a totally disproportionate result in an otherwise grim season for, for Wimbledon, so who knows what we're gonna to get today, dear listeners. Away we go. I need a, a telescope or something to see the goal down the other end, so forgive me if there's any inaccuracies in my comment. There's also no stadium clock, so I'm working from the bazell. The good old the classical you know a gentleman's bazell. Did you ever go to the old plough lane with us dear listener? The old Wimbledon ground over there in South West 19, I did. Went there in 1988-89, I think we got beat. I think it was Boxing Day game. Grim, freezing cold, um, kind of a shiftless kind of stadium. It did at least have the advantage of the away terracing, having a a bit more of a view of what we've got today. But nevertheless, we are on the side as Wimbledon come down the left in front of us. Civic taking on Shane Ferguson. A break through, this is the 20-38, ball at the box. Is it the post? Fucking hell. Post range um, from the cross and, and Wimbledon at the post inside the first two minutes. Lions dodge a bullet. Bloody hell. Well, let's put the, the home ground in good voice. Mill didn't know what to expect. That's a good that's a good early lesson. ball down on the left. It's so gone out for another, another throw in. Then by the left side, corner flank. That's going to be a long throw in from the left, such as I can see it. Then, listen. Launched in. That's with the corner. Coopers was up, and that's hoof clear. Apologies. These will be the inaccuracies of today, but then you don't want some slick Professional podcast is always accurate. You want it as it comes. This is Ron Lennon now breaking down the right ball across
1: the box. Yeah, the end, the ball Across the box on the left, put it home. Who was that? Was that Wallace. One nil, Millwall. Five minutes gone. West Ham with a few nerves. Five minutes gone. The Lions lead it. One nil.
2: wait for the official confirmation to score that, I think it was Wallace
3: Wallace
2: I think, think so, yeah. we think it's Wallace then this
1: was there's a dramatic start to
2: today's proceedings nice enough move actually Moved down the right, Ryan Leonard I think it was that got the cross in and headed in close from the left by Murray Wallace he? That's two rounds in succession that Murray Wallace has scored. He's developing an attacking string, you know, string to his bow, dear listeners. I actually quite like him going forwards. I'm not so sure about him in defence, but coming forwards he clearly does does represent some, some menace. Long ball forwards, that's over the head of Jake Cooper. Collected by Jordan Archer. That's all seven minutes. A little bit of kerfuffle. St. Cop was in front of us with a camera. Fantastic article in today's Daily Mail website, if you haven't seen it, dear listeners. It's all uh, Terry Herlock interview, talking about the old days of Millwall and uh, rivalry with the crazy gang. And a fantastic line about um, in accusing the, uh, the old crazy gang of not being a real crazy gang, but Millwall were from South East London. So a fantastic article with Terry Herlock on the Daily Mail website. Check it out. It's a great read about the good old days. Narch almost scuffs a clearance there with two Wimbledon players looking to spook him. As you can hear, the uh, the view is that not to, he should not be passed back to. I think I'd agree. That's Wallace putting the ball into touch there. As the Lions press towards the Ken Flow end. Ken Flow sounds like a know, like a building site toilet or something like that. I don't know what Ken Flow is, but I'm sure it's got something to do with sludge. Money and sludge, of course. No one knocks sludge in our company. I wish I'd have brought a little a wooden box or something, just another couple of six inches. Some of my ex-girlfriends have said the same thing. Um, a few more inches, would make a big difference to my enjoyment of today. And um, perhaps we'll leave it there, dear listeners. Huge hoof forwards there from, from Sean Williams. Fourteen minutes. It's been a scrappy start to the game, I mean, obviously we're, we're leading it, so we'll settle for that scrappy start with us in, in front. Um, and I understand today's game's being shown across North America and Canada on ESPN so um, so far they, the US audience will not have seen that football extravaganza so far ticky-tack this has not been <laughs> witchy little chant there about we've seen us on the Jeremy Kyle show, it took me a little moment to work that out but it was, you know Maybe that's because I'm a Millwall fan. It takes me a bit to work out wit at that level. Another hoist forward from Ryan Leonard. To so what purpose? I don't really know. There's no one actually in front of him. Lions resorting to hopeless, hopeful, stroke hopeless punts. And that was Marlon Romeo with that. I you can hear the reaction. Jake Cooper, a curiously high pitched shout there. This breaks out for the full Runners in a penalty area. That's shot wide, wide right. A lot of screaming at each other in the middle defence. The uh, 41, I think it was, made a run down the middle of our, of our defence there like a knife going through butter. So we can't afford to give that kind of space too many times. but As it is, he shot wide, wide left. 24 minutes gone, dear listeners. Oh, what an awful. What well, a Archer puts it out of the, out the ground. <laughs> Here come Wimbledon down the left side, the 39, does a little jingle straight into the face of PS. Very, very bravely put his head into the mix there, into the boot, and draws the free kick. A little moment's panic as, as Wimbledon came down our right side again. I did see a bar of Mill Tobler the available on the club website, so maybe those are the boots that um, Archer's got. He's just, he's just put it outside, out again. And you can hear the reaction. That's twice now he's taken a goal, kick and put it straight into touch on the left side. Which is giving big hearts to the Wimbledon fans who need something to cling on to. One hazard of this ground is the ball goes out the ground a lot. There's about three or four balls so far inside what, the first half an hour? It disappeared from the they must have a supply of footballs ready to throw in at any moment, and they do. They're organised for it, another one's appeared. Woodman being given a lot of possession by Millwall. The ball's not sticking when it's released. There's a ball into the box. Headed over from, from uh, close range, actually looping high header. As that was came in from the right. 30, 32 minutes-ish. It's an uncomfortable watch, dearly. If you're watching at the bean bank, if you're picking this up separately, it's not been a comfortable half an hour. We started out well, but we've gone to pieces as it's proceeded. So it's 40 minutes. Murray Wallace is going to have a free kick just inside the middle half. He's lobbed it forwards. That's so over towards Cooper. He does get his head to it. It's just kind of backing away from it. And Wimbledon clear. The story of our lives, dear listeners, so far in this game. Marlon does roll to, to block out that move as, as, as Wimbledon looks to break there. Final ball for Millwall. A little a bit of um, two ones and twos in the middle of the field. And the final ball forwards was so aimless. It's been pretty soul-destroying in... In, for the most part apart from the fact we're leading it you'd say this has been on the more and uh, the, the level of opposition you it's one of the more poor displays for all this season but we are leading 1-0 and it is the fifth round of the FA Cup anyway down to grade, you come Wimbledon down our on our left side 41 minutes that's going to be headed clear by, by Wallace there's the half time whistle of a really dreary game overall um, we are leading it and it is the fifth round of the FA Cup so that's got to be the Underpinning caveat to that first half, but the Lions looked um, at sixes and sevens, and Wimbledon, despite their lowly league status, looked more dangerous of the two teams for the, uh, the bulk of that half. So there we are. We won't dwell on that for too long. Half time, Wimbledon nil, Millwall won. You're listening to Acton Millwall, the CBL Magazine
0: podcast. It's the number one Millwall show, and a rich source of wit, repartee, and football wisdom. If you like us, why don't you give us five stars and a kind review on the Apple Podcast app? If you do, I'll love you a long time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Got a half-time tweets from various sources. John Kelly says it's been good from Millwall FC, but couldn't they go on to win comfortably for once? I don't know about good, John. I don't know what you're drinking or what you're on, mate. That was good. I don't want to see bad. It's been one of the most poor, poor halves I've seen. that we're winning... Well, it's the only thing that, yeah. If we were losing this, you'll be on there on their case. Doug Hume out in Sweden says he's he's in a bar. He's in a bar watching this. Found it on some TV channel right there. Doug says he's not quite sure how we're winning. Uh, the only quality in the game was Leonard's Crossford and Wallace's head and no one played well. But they're all trying. <laughs> Very trying, Doug, I agree. He'll happily take one nil now.
1: Achtung, milball. Mil-Ball
2: the well, team's out for the second half the general consensus around here is that no wants this going to extra time or penalties I think everyone would take it right now and go home to be absolutely honest Lions will be attacking the, um, the end nearest where I'm standing, which is filled up considerably people have done the old traditional thing of football moving down towards the end where your team is attacking Wimbledon will kick us off the second half away we go Second goal would be um, very welcome.
1: Stevie boy, step up, step up, Stevie. Briggs, smile you can. <laughs> he actually did smile for a moment. You know what I mean? Clap yeah. back. Everyone else would. <laughs> I know. You know that. Until he scores. Until he scores.
2: Watched <laughs> like that. them come down and had a
1: picture with yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Early pressure for Wimbledon down to the middle end.
2: Another ball lobbed into the middle towards so the 39. Uh,
1: I think that was Pierce
2: behind that one. Wimbledon keeping the ball under pressure at the middle end. Ball again into the middle. Scuffed clear at last. Up, up into the air, more than clear.
1: He's back! Right, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot. He's back! He's back! <laughs> as you can tell Tom Elliott is walking he was I laughing at that <laughs>
2: well <was laughs> he likes it anyway I'm never so sure about that song but anyway
1: <laughs>
2: Tom enjoyed it it's almost Oscar Wilde and better better have a song than not to have a song at all Anyway, when we we're, were on a break down our left, well, we wrestled with the philosophical side of that song. That is hoof clear at the last there by um, Pierce, I think that was. Left sided corner for Wimbledon. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at us in this second half there, listeners. Here it comes from the left, it's low rather than high, which suits us just fine,
1: it should go for a throw-in, I believe. <laughs>
2: As far as I can tell you, dear listeners, this is why you're tuning into this podcast, isn't it? For this kind of accurate reporting. It's like the Wimbledon Ultras are in fine voice behind their Ken flow end goal. Doing a kind of bouncing kind of routine. Not quite the Poznan Ball headed forward. Too far for Lee Gregory. 51 minutes. Still conceding a lot of possession to Wimbledon. Showing them... <laughs> Respect, I suppose, you know I suppose you call, use that word we're certainly sitting behind the ball a lot, and they 're passing the ball backwards and forwards. they've looked at the more dangerous side and honestly over the course of the whole game, and but for that early goal for the Lions, the uh, the comment will be a lot sharper and to the point. And what it is at the moment amongst the travelling Mill support. Ball lob forwards, overhead lob by Ryan Leonard. Lee Gregory is chasing it down. He wins the ball. If he's able to can he get some control time? A toe poke of a shot, no control, sadly. First real chance since the goal for the Lions, to be honest. And um, I would say O'Brien should have done
1: better with that. This
2: does give Whitwind the chance to break forwards.
1: Forty-two
2: coming down to our left. It's going to be a free kick on the left side it was the 55th minute Dennis Nils that was the best chance for the Lions nice work by Lee Grogan found O'Brien in the middle but he just couldn't bring it under control and then toe poked it with no power that was our only chance I would say since the goal and as I was saying on the radio show last night we create so few chances that we really do have to have strikers that will take them when they do arise at last and ball into the box in it comes it's deep and taken well enough by Jordan Archer thankfully floodlights are on it's a very grey day there's a damp in the air no rain but it's damp it's not cold but the floodlights are on now illuminating the small scale Kings Meadow Stadium once upon a time of course home of Kingstonian's non-league club who I believe play in what looks like a sports centre type football ground just next door over the back of the of the chem flow end down there um, but this once was Kingstonian's ground acquired by AFC Wimbledon when they um, made the comeback, the famous comeback from park football back into um, non-league and then professional, uh, you know, full-scale football league status. That's a Lions free-kick just inside our own half. It will be Pierce that takes, long ball, finds Cooper, it balances down, a full to Cooper, shot from the best place worldwide. Unusually a shot from Cooper from the edge of the penalty as it fell down from...
1: I mean, almost his own header there it came
2: back to him and curled wide of the uh, of the right-sided post another decent chance on 60-61 minutes Women on the break now shot on target oh it's almost a flat by Jordan Marcher fucking hell straightforward enough bouncing shot and, and Archer did one of his um, Harlem Globetrotter Curly Medalloc Lemon type moves on, on the goal line there somehow retained it Meadowlark Lemon. remember him from the uh, Harlem Globetrotters? What a name, Meadowlark Lemon. What a great name. Well said, well said, well put. Aimless is what it was, dear listeners. Very much um, symbolic of today's play. But we keep coming back to the basic point as we reach the, um, what is it now, 60... 62 three minutes or so. We're leading in the fifth round of the FA Cup, so um, the prize is getting closer despite the uh, shambolic Lions performance. Now, uh, we won't count our chickens too early. That's uh, a foul committed on as woman to move it down the right side. It should be a, a throw in. He's let it go. He's let it go. I thought it was a foul. by a Millwall defender there. As it is, it's uh, let it go. It's a man's game, dear listeners. O'Brien's coming out. Dear listeners, substitution on uh, 63 minutes. Who's coming in? Can't tell at the moment. O'Brien had one chance and didn't take it and unfortunately, that's the, uh, apart from that, a bit of running around, a bit of nothing much. So, um, probably not a bad call to change it. Who's coming in? Tom Elias coming in. Surely he's given us an outlet for these long ho- hopeful high balls we've been punting all afternoon. So, um, he should know this place well, he came from AFC Wimbledon, of course. Oh, put straight into touch. Cries of pain and anguish all around me, dear listeners. Good to see him back. I know that many don't rate him. I don't really rate him that high, but he is a willing, willing player. Free kick given against Lee Groglie by the four. Free kick from Millwall. Chance for us to put the ball into the pet, into the danger area now. It's probably about halfway inside the Wimbledon Half, just, just uh, right of centre. It's uh, Sean Williams and Jed Wallace standing over the ball. Chance to chip it forwards, I would think. No, it's taken short. This is Wallace on the, uh, well, it's over to the cross into the box. There's Cooper headed close and wide, unfortunately. Left sided cross from Wallace. Into was Jake Cooper, but slightly inaccurate at the death is Wimbledon pressing down our right side 42 chance to uh, cross the ball throws it back deep cross deep cross that's in the danger zone that's a decent dipping cross shot on target but blocked by the the, uh, Mills defence there can't tell you who that was dear listeners unfortunately I need my binoculars Incidentally, I bought myself a pair of binoculars ahead of the cricket season, dear listeners. How about that? Have you ever been looking for binoculars online? It's an art form. You've got to look for your depth of vision and width of vision. So I bought myself a nice pair of um, Minolta binoculars ready for ahead of the cricket season. County cricket season is coming up soon. And um, I'm going to get myself a thermos flask and a sandwich box for my uh, soup. I'm going to buy the whole lifestyle, the whole county cricket fan lifestyle, but I've got myself a pair of binoculars for my trips. It's a long ball horse, finds Elliot, but he gets his head to it, that's going to go for a throw-in on the right side as we look. As you can imagine, my wife has been relentless in her laughter at my some uh, Bear-style marmalade sandwich um, binoculars turn out, but what the hell? I'm at the age now I don't need to worry about such things. 67, 68 minutes, halfway through the second half. Lions in better control in the second half. Wimbledon looked quite as dangerous as they did for me in the first, but we retained just that slender one goal lead, and we're coming to the last quarter of the game. Everything to play for. This is the 42 of our attempted is A little bit of penalty. No, he's offside.
3: Offside.
1: He wants a penalty
3: it would
2: have been wouldn't it nice? yeah it would been. good shout for penalty but offside given dear listeners heartbeat yeah gentleman next to me making heartbeat motions Making him right 20 minutes to go 20 minutes to see this
1: through
2: it's going to be more heartbeaty stuff I fear unless we can get a second goal it's a nice flick header from Tom Elliott going backwards the goalkeeper will clear and does and does A few moans and groans online as to why this game wasn't chosen for television coverage. Um, I, th- I think we can see why. <laughs> In all fairness, this wouldn't have put bums on seats. Well, if they were on seats, they got off them quite quickly. All headed there. Elliot tries to take and turn. it gets clattered. Wimbledon bring it away. Ball not being controlled by the team. This is, this is Williams. He takes it and shoots. Got flaps. This is uh, Gregory now. Ball into the middle. This is Elliot. They'll around. This one goes. This is it. Fell to Shane Ferguson. Yeah. Difficult place to get the atmosphere going. In all honesty, listeners, it's so small. The, uh, it's open air and um, no, no chance for the mill support to get behind the team. They've not given them much to get behind in all, all fairness. But it's. Um, Certainly a, a, a tough place in terms of flatness of atmosphere.
1: Here come the lines. This is this
2: is Ferguson on the left. Inside to, to Williams. Run Jed made a run there that no one spotted. I don't think they have the imagination to see it. This is Ferguson. Finds Lee Gregory, All into the box. Shot from close range by I think that was Leonard. Ryan Leonard, but the goalkeeper collected easily enough. Romeo! Romeo does well. Does well to win the ball back in midfield, right north back on the attack, takes his man on, runs it wide, wide right, does well to keep possession there. comes towards what 79 minutes, ball into the box, That's a flick header, Gregory, wide, better from Millwall, but we are still looking to sit and contain and hit him on the break, um, probably our one and only style, long before flick header from from Elliott, finds Gregory, does very very well, finds Ferguson on the inside, takes his men, that's a beautiful cross trying to find Gregory, doesn't quite faddle through to him, this is Ryan Leonard, takes a shot, wide right, dipping shot, wide right, he's going for a corner, coming off of uh, in boot really, chance of the Lions to, to settle the issue, wouldn't it be nice to have some comfort in the, once in your life, 83 minutes, 7 minutes to go, left sided corner, Williams will take.
1: He's trying to generate some,
2: some atmosphere of salt And it comes. It's a narrow one. It's into one out without going to near even near any danger. Straight out for a goal kick. Poor. Keep hold of it will be nice. Some possession. Ball through the middle. This is Jed Wallace. The ball breaks. Can he finish? Under pressure from the, the defender at the last, for too much time. Elliot looks because he was on the right side. The ball wide would have been the ball, but there we are. A shot would have been better. As it is, it's going to go for a, a right left-sided corner. We're kind of inviting pressure for the last minute. I don't like it when uh, Paris takes Gregory out. It always seems to invite more pressure than it actually achieves.
1: Just lung forwards. For Wimbledon.
2: To be the last few seconds of the game, run forwards yet again.
1: Yeah. Goodbye, to... Hushes and
2: gets his head to it. Oh. Wimbledon retrieve possession. We can't be talking about long to go now, dear listeners. 34 over there on the far side. It's going
1: yeah. for a, a Mer- Millwall throwing. Throw-in. Yeah, it puts
2: us out of our misery. Can't be long to go. screen, um, we don't seem to retain possession very well, there it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the finals are made,
2: um, Curiously, um, flat result in a way, one mill win for Millwall, um, that is a quarter final stage reach for how many times now is it, yet another occasion, but it's hard one to get terribly excited about, that was a poor performance by the Lions, but there we are, let's not quibble, AFC Wimbledon Mill, Millwall won, We'll be back after these messages. After it's,
1: it. it's the Lucas Ball Report.
3: Millwall through to a second FA Cup quarter-final in three years at Kingsmeadow after winning one 0 Murray Wallace with the winner for a second consecutive round in the cup. I mean, it wasn't the best performance from Millwall in truth. Wimbledon probably the better side overall. But um you know Mill will extend their record as the team as the best performing team outside of the top flight in the FA Cup since reaching the final in two thousand and four. Thirty one wins I think that is now they're up to. And you know into the quarterfinals, into the last eight, chance for another big draw or perhaps if they can get a slightly easier draw, a chance for another appearance at Wembley. Not been there for two years, that's a bit of a drought for us really, isn't it? So you know, it'd be nice to get back there. But um, yeah, Wimbledon had chances. mill. Struggled to create lots, had a couple of decent saves out of Ramsdale towards the end of the game as Wimbledon left themselves a bit more open So they tried to uh, press for that equaliser. But, you know, Millwall have got to step it up still. St- still not safe in the Championship, of course. Going to have to step it up against probably whoever they face in the next round of the Cup too. But that's all the worry for later on. And, you know, the, the, the most important thing with these Cup games is getting through, which is exactly what Millwall have done. So I'm sure Neil Harris will be a happy man. Move on to uh, Derby away in midweek. Call on you, Lions.
2: So, dear listeners, in the cold light of Sunday morning, how do we feel? Um, It was an odd game yesterday, in all honesty, as you would have detected from the live piece that I did. Um, I left the ground feeling fairly... Flat, despite the triumph of advancement in the FA Cup quarter-final stage reached, um, the game itself didn't really, um, really match up in terms of quality, um, and it's been a bit of a current theme of late. All of which I'm well aware sounds very churlish, and going back to the cold light of the Sunday morning as I look out across our back garden to the blue skies and the clouds and trees beyond. Um, in the cold light of the day, we are in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, and that is enlivening a very drab season, and no one can argue with the fact that we're just one game now from Wembley, yet again. Um, how many times is it? Eleven times now in the quarterfinals. This is Millwall. Glenn misses. This is Millwall. Posts that Mill break the record by becoming the first club outside the top flight to reach the quarterfinal stages of the FA Cup for the eleventh time, so... That is no mean achievement, and in the cold light of day, I feel rather churlish for raising even the subject, of the fact that it was such a grim and grinding performance. And, you know, the, the fans around me, you've heard the live piece, you could hear the reaction in-game. It was a tough watch. But then the cheers at the end of the game were also equally as valid, and I include myself in that. So please, please, please don't think that I'm not happy to be in the quarterfinals, please don't think that I'm one of the uh, the the Neil Harris out brigade. I am not, but the quality of the football of late, including the uh, you know the, the previous league games, last run of league games, Swansea, Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, the quality of the football has been very poor, and there's no escaping from that. Yesterday's performance was, as some in the press have, have pointed out, as what's required a muscular performance. Um. It was a curiously flat way to to find cup glory, though, for me. I think partly, partly it was the suburban setting of the ground. It's an odd football ground in some ways, AFC Wimbledon. As I said in the piece, it was once upon a time it was Kingstonian's ground. Very suburban setting, kind of like a, a leisure centre next door to it. And it does have a kind of, um, it's not a footballing hotbed, area, and it reminded me of Staines, anyone that went to Stain's in the Cup um, a few years ago, ten years ago now roughly, um, you'd have the same kind of vibe there, um, nice area, too nice for football perhaps, um, also a very, odd, <coughs> a very odd strong sense of horse manure where we were standing, which was disconcerting, but there we are, maybe that added to the the essential shittiness that I seem to feel is required for an authentic football uh, experience. Um, the performance, as we've said a few times, was poor. We I thought Wimbledon didn't look that bad. I mean, how they're lead, bottom of the league one, I don't know. They, they they mullered West Ham in the previous round. And at times, when they, they took the ball to us and attacked us down the middle particularly, I thought we looked jittery. Um, they clearly lack a decent striker. If they had a decent striker then the story of the afternoon might have been different. Let's not forget they hit the post inside the first um, few minutes of the game. So if that had gone in, ifs and buts, my aunties would have balls and be my uncle. But if that had gone in, then the storyline for the afternoon would have been very, very different. So fair play to Wimbledon as they seek to survive in League One. I wish them well. Don't have any problem with AFC Wimbledon whatsoever. Um, old enough to remember the old Wimbledon entering the league in the seventies, so um, it's always been an interesting story and an interesting club in that way. And the comeback as a phoenix from you know the the the, the park football level that that um, they were reduced to after the franchise business in the two thousands. Um, that's a storyline in its in its own right. All of that said, though, we are now in the hat of the quarterfinals, <clears throat> alongside so far. Alongside Millwall will be Watford, Manchester City, Brighton. Then take your pick, dear listener, of Palace or Doncaster, Chelsea or Manchester United, Bristol City or Wolves, Swansea City and Brentford. Now, obviously, apart from the major clubs, there's there's an argument that says we want to get one of the big clubs at the Den, and you know, I, I, you get what you get in the cup, but that would be fantastic. Um the less the the, the road less travelled um, will be the 2004 route, wouldn't it, dear listener? Um, a draw against one of our, our our peers, a Bristol City, a Swansea, or a Brentford, um, possibly even a Brighton, although they're Premier League now, aren't they? Possibly a Donny if they can get past Palace. So that would, that offers the, the the prospect of a you know of advancement to Wembley. <clears throat> Prize money uh, three hundred and sixty thousand for this round gets bigger still if you make it to the semi-finals. Wembley beckons. So all in all, on this you know cold light of day assessment, well done Millwall, well done the Lions, well done Neil Harris, that was a, 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 a match that required a certain approach, we certainly got it, and the football was pretty dire, um, but overall well done, and I hope you enjoyed the 20 pack of dominoes that got delivered to the team coach <coughs> for the post-match celebration, a fantastic story online, um, man of the match yesterday I suppose. Murray Wallace would be my man at a match, for a goal. And in fairness, his overall performance. I thought he was one of our better players. I like the look of Alex Pierce in defence. Um Sean Hutchinson on the bench yesterday. Made a late, late appearance, but not really one of any any import. Lee Gregory, as ever, up front. I like Marlon Romeo yesterday too. Um difficult day overall. Um but better to be winners, 1-0, than losers, is the is the harsh reality. Speaking to the press after the game, Neil Harris posits the question, poses the question possibly. Why does the FA Cup bring out the best in us as a club? Um, It's not always the best team that wins the game, um, but it's not always the best footballing team that wins the game either, he says. Very true yesterday, Neil. But it is the team with the biggest heart, the right mentality, the one that wins first ball, second ball, set plays. That's why I think we've been so good under me in this competition, he says. Um... Yeah, yeah, a right mentality. Um we just about had it yesterday and second balls I'm not so sure. I thought we, we gave possession back very cheaply too often against um inferior opponents ultimately, but certainly against the better side. Um and as we've seen in the league, you know, we, we, we pay a price and we give the ball away that cheaply. But there we go. Hey ho. We move along to the quarterfinals. Neil says no disrespect to Doncaster. But if Palace gets through, he wants Palace at home in the den. Um, he wants to avoid Manchester City. I think I'll make you right there, Neil. You know, after the, the Tottenham experience a couple of years ago, um, I think we all want, want to avoid Manchester City until possibly the, uh, you know, as late as possible. To be at the den, says Neil, and give 20,000 of our fans an opportunity to see another FA Cup quarterfinal, I'd love to see that. Um, Jake Sanders, Journo Jake. Includes a very, some interesting statistics, but this one's interesting, in my opinion. Uh, since the year they reached the final, two thousand and four, Millwall have won thirty-one FA Cup games. Only Manchester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, and Arsenal have won more FA Cup games than Millwall. Now, you know that's include, that includes a, a, um, a tranche, a tranche of Premier League opponents in recent years. Uh, includes a lot of less less glamorous opponents, but that is a huge achievement for a club, we'll say it again, of our minimal resources, our minimalist approach to, to finance. Um, we're in the same sentence as City, United, Chelsea and Arsenal. Incredible. Um, the football theorist says we've had worse decades, and he lists, or she, possibly. Football theorist, or gender neutral, perhaps. 2009 Wembley playoff runners up, 2010 playoff winners, 2013 FA Cup semi finals, 2016 playoff runners up, 2017 playoff winners, 2017 FA Cup quarter finalists, and now 2019 FA Cup quarter finalists. Incredible. Um, as Merv Payne says, all Rocky films are pure cheese from not fromage, uh, fromage cheese. In in La France, from start to finish. But that's what makes them great. And Mill is the same escapism, says Merv Payne, um, comparing us with Rocky. Um, Big Will makes the uh, the point that the, the the FA conspiracy and media lizard um, race that rule the world says the world and its mother were at AFC Wimbledon yesterday to see us come a cropper. But the Mill boys spoiled the party. Copying in BBC Match of the Day. Fuck them all. Says Big Will. Fuck them all. Indeed. With like little sunglasses emoji, Um, and we've already mentioned the twenty Domino's pizzas. Hope the boys enjoyed that. Marlon Romeo posted that the pizza went down a treat. So overall, well done, Millwall. Um, A wonderful diversion from the league. We're back to league action in the week at that Derby. Free massive points on the table we do need to start to pull away from the uh, the bottom three and we do need to start scoring goals from open play like we did yesterday fantastic goal Murray Wallace but for the moment dear listeners i say see Areva Dirci Millwall and why not enjoy yourself it's later than you think
1: it's good to be wise when you're young cause you can hold. But for once Enjoy Yourself And have lots of fun Serve God And live my friend And it will never done.
0: You've been listening to Octoon Millwall The CBL Magazine Podcast That's the Millwall News this week And we are out of here Bye.